Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. Welcome back to the Hold Up What podcast. Here's your host. Never mind, it's just me. Um, episode 50, half century mark. And it's perfect timing because we're gonna we have a top 50 list that we're gonna get into. But first, before I get into the this date in history, because we're gonna move right along, I forgot to tell you guys the other day I had to bring Brady to work because he had a vet appointment at 11 a.m. Everything's fine. He just had to get some booster shots and vaccines and whatnot. So instead of making the trek home for 20 minutes in each direction, because I would have to go to work, get there at 8, leave at 10, 20 minutes home, round him up, 20 minutes back, pick up, go to the vet appointment at 11, drive back home, drive back to work, then drive back. You know, it was just, it would take way too many trips. So I make the executive decision whenever he has vet appointments to just bring him into the office for the day, especially if I know that there's nothing going on. So the other day I bring him in and the other times I've done it, I've brought him in for the morning and then dropped him off in the afternoon. But I'm like, fuck it. Like there's only a few hours left. He hasn't literally has not bothered anybody in the office. In fact, I think he brought up the morale in the office. So I bring him in, he hangs out and he's balls to the wall for the first like hour, two hours he's there. Just going wild, getting getting pets, playing with the ball, getting his belly rubbed, saying hi to everybody, just won't sit still, which is fine. It's not like he's bothering anybody, like he's doing his thing. He's a dog, very energetic dog, very happy boy. We go to the vet appointment, we stop at the store, I get him lunch, which was turkey and cheese, and he had pizza crust from one of my friends at work, gave him some pizza crust, and then sat under the desk the rest of the day. He was he was exhausted because during the day when I'm at work, I could see on the cameras, he kind of just hangs out. He doesn't sleep all day, but he also doesn't like do anything crazy. Mostly just hangs out by himself and like looks out the window or like goes back to the couch, goes outside to pee, comes back in, hangs out in the bedroom. Like he's just, just hangs out, but he doesn't use all of his energy until I come home. So this was like the exact opposite of that. So he used all his energy in the morning and then second half of the day, he didn't know what to do because there's still these, all these people around. He's got to say hi and he's got to do his thing and I've never seen him so tired in my life other than like going to the beach or like swimming in the pool all day. He was, so we got back from work at like four-ish, four, four fifteen. came home. He jumped on my bed and laid right down. He's never, he never does that. Made dinner. He reluctantly ate dinner, laid back down. He slept from like 7 p.m. I had to like wake him up and like stand him up on his feet. He's young. He's four. He's four years old. It's not like he's old and can't walk. Like he's just, he's lazy. Like he gets, when he's tired like that, he's just, he wants to sleep. He gets up, goes outside to pee before bed, comes right back in, lays down, knocked out cold. I woke up to him in the middle of the night snoring. That's how he slept like a rock. Never seen him so tired before. But the next day I go into work. So this is Wednesday morning now. Everyone's like, yo, Brady's the best thing ever. I'm like, I've been telling you guys this and they've met him before. And they're like, I got so much more work done because I wanted to play with Brady. And you said you can, you know, play with the dog if I get my work done. He's like, it was just nice having some, having another thing in the office that wasn't like watching a movie or like it was a good distraction to have, like sitting on my phone, stuff like that. I was like, all right, well, and I had to give it up to Brady. I'm like, if you were a bad dog, and I tell him this like joking around all the time, like, but I said to him, I was like, if you were a bad dog, I wouldn't be able to do shit like that. Like, if he was like a fucking dog that chewed wires or like attacked people or just was like, he just didn't listen, you know, if he wasn't friendly or if he like chewed, like, you know what I mean? If he was just a bad dog, I wouldn't bring him anywhere. And I was like, it only works if you're a good dog. And it turns out he's the best dog. So shout out to Brady.
best dog in the world. I'm going to have to do like a full episode on Brady. <laughs> but the origin story. Um, anyway, we're going to move right along. Keep it going with the This Date in History, July 27. History has its eyes on. on July 27th, 1953, an event of international significance, but also of particular importance to the United States occurred, the signing of the Korean Armistice Agreement. The Korean War, often referred to as the Forgotten War, began on June 25, 1950, when North Korea, backed by the Soviet Union and China, invaded South Korea. The United Nations, with the United States as the principal force, came to aid the South Koreans. Over the next three years, forces moved back and forth across the Korean Peninsula, causing significant loss of life and property. Finally, on July 27, 1953, the Korean Armistice Agreement was signed by the U.S., North Korea, and the Chinese People's Volunteer Army, ending the active combat in the Korean War. The signing took place in Penmunjom, located in the demilitarized zone, or the DMZ, between the two Koreas. The armistice created the Korean demilitarized zone to separate North and South Korea and allowed for the return of prisoners of war. However, a formal peace agreement was never signed. Technically, the two Koreas Koreas remain in a state of war today. While the Korean War was a challenging period in history, the armistice signing on July 27th represents a commitment to resolving conflict and an important moment in U.S. history. I've never been to Korea. I know people that have been to Korea because it is, you legit, you could look it up. It's not like it's secret information or anything, but like there is a, sh- a line. It's a legit line, the DMZ, and the South Korean military just looks across at the North Korean military and they just stare at each other all day. Like that's basically all that happens. Like we have troops over there, like ready to go because China, Soviet Union, and North Korea obviously can just pop off at any time. So like we're over there and like legit, you just stare at each other. Like that's the whole, that's the gambit. I've always wanted to see it in person. I definitely don't want to be stationed there because it's humid as all fuck over there. And I heard it's just a lot of like, it's not not like um it's not an active war zone so like you're technically at war but not really so like you're doing exercises and stuff and you're preparing to be in a fight but you're just never in a fight so you're kind of just hanging out but like on edge so i've heard really good things about it and i've heard awful things about it i just want to see it in person once just to see what this line looks like but it's a legit line and some dude in the military some dude in the army crossed over he was going to get in trouble with the army he did some like illegal shit apparently and his his recourse was instead of facing the music in america he decided to go to north korea so he uh the north koreans have him and usually once that happens it's over so shout out to that moron So like I said, at the top of the hour, top of the show, two past the hour, I've always marveled at the uh, the radio broadcasters like Mad Dog Russo. He still does this. Like old school, like sports radio guys, they'd be like six in front of the hour. Here's the mink man. Like, you know what I mean? Like they, the way they say the time, six in front of the hour. Like who the fuck says that? Six in front of the hour. They say like four past the top of the hour and you're at 704, 60, whatever they're talking about. All right, that's 13 past the hour. I don't know. It's just a weird way to do it. I'm going to move along there. However, we have the top five, top 50. I got to get it together. Top 50. 
50 condiments based on the internet and the research I've done, which is one website. So let's get into it, starting at number five zero for episode 50. But first... Number 50, cranberry sauce. I'm I'm not sure if that's a condiment, but I love that shit. Number 49, hummus. Number 48, vinaigrette. I'm I'm assuming that's like balsamic raspberry. Raspberry vinaigrette is the fucking tits. Chimichurri. Pizza sauce. Tahini. Tzatziki. Wasabi. Shouldn't even be on the list. I hate wasabi. I've had it. Doesn't taste good. People put that shit all over their sushi. I'm like, why? Hollandaise sauce. Oyster sauce. Duck sauce coming in at number 40. Number 39, olive oil. Number 38, soybean oil. Number 37, buffalo sauce. Number 36, cocktail sauce. Number 35, honey. Number 34, fish sauce which is not tartar, by the way. Number 33, hoisin sauce. Number 32, relish. Number 31, Thousand Island. Number 30, blue cheese. Number 21, number 29, hot mustard. Number 28, sriracha sauce. 27, Caesar dressing. Number 26, Alfredo sauce. 25, pesto. 24, jelly slash jam. 23, peanut butter. That makes sense. They got to go back to back together. 22, holy guacamole. 21, balsamic vinegar. 20, apple cider vinegar. ACV. Number 19, Dijon mustard. Number 18, tartar sauce. Tartar. 17, sweet and sour sauce. 16, steak sauce. 15, marinara. 14, maple syrup. 13, teriyaki. 12, sour cream. 11, horseradish. 10, Worcestershire, (laughs) Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire, Worcestershire, you say Worcestershire or Worcestershire, 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 who the fuck cares, honey mustard, number nine, number eight, salsa, number seven, ranch, number six, barbecue sauce, number five, soy sauce, number four, hot sauce, which includes various types like Tabasco, Sriracha, etc., number three, yellow mustard, number two, mayonnaise, Number one, ketchup. Now, there's a couple of problems with this list. We're going to get into it. I had to motor through it because if I sat there and talked about every single one, we'd still be on number 38 because there was a couple of problems down there on the bottom. So pizza sauce, I'm assuming it's not marinara because marinara is way up there, I think, right? Yeah, marinara is number 15. Pizza sauce is number 46. I'm assuming this is the pizza sauce that says on the label like pizza sauce. Like you buy it or it comes in like the packet with like a pizza kit. I'm assuming it's that shit. That's the only thing I can think of. So when it says pizza sauce, I don't really think that's a condiment. I think that's just an ingredient in pizza. Wasabi, like I said, can go to hell. I understand it. It makes things spicy. And it's that's like heat though. That's not spice to me. That's like a heat. Like your mouth, the temperature in your mouth goes up similar to an oven where like hot sauce 
is spicy, and that's more like holding your fl- holding your hand over a flame where like it burns. Wasabi just raises the overall temperature of everything going on. If that makes any sense, hollandaise should be a lot higher, but hollandaise is like poison for your arteries. Oyster sauce, fish sauce. I assume we're the same thing, and I think. Oyster sauce is cocktail sauce. I think that's what they were going for because I've never heard of... Wait, cocktail sauce is number 36. So fish sauce is 34. Oyster sauce is 41. And in the middle of that is cocktail sauce at 36. Doesn't make any sense. I think that should just be one sauce. Well, two, cocktail and tartar are fucking like the two sauces you eat with fish or oysters or anything. What do I know though, right? Never had hoisin sauce. So I don't even know what that is. It's probably really good. Alfredo sauce, not a condiment, part of the meal. Pesto, underrated, but also sucks if you get it really bad. Sometimes it's just fucking basil and olive oil. Like really good pesto is awesome, but there's a lot of the times when you get shit pesto. Apple cider vinegar, I mean, I would never put that thing raw on anything. Baby. Worcestershire has no business being number 10. Salsa, if you're going to put salsa on there, you got to put queso. And I don't see queso anywhere, but there's been times when I've had, I don't know what it is, whenever I get out of the pool, and I think everyone can vouch for this one, you get out of the pool and you crave chips and you can't have chips in the summer without salsa or cheese. Queso, like salsa con queso would be an, an ideal mixture there. Like the saltiness because your mouth is so watered down that the saltiness tastes really good. But I always like to keep a can of salsa on deck. If it's queso, it's going down. It's going right to the hips. I mean, if you, if you saw me stand up and take my shirt off, you would see that I don't really hold back when it comes to queso. But like chips and salsa, I can I can legitimately eat that all day nonstop. Keep putting the chips in front of me with the salsa, and I'm going to continue to eat that. But I don't think salsa is really a condiment. You know, I'm not going to put salsa on cheeseburger. Doesn't make any sense. Soy sauce, no business being in the top five. Doesn't even have business being in the top 15. Worcestershire, horseradish, soy sauce, teriyaki. Eh, teriyaki's not bad. I've grown into teriyaki. I used to hate teriyaki. I've grown into it. Soy sauce, Worcestershire, horseradish can get the fuck out. Hot sauce belongs up there. Mustard can take a hike. But with that all being said, we're going to get into my top five condiments that I'd put on everything. So stand by for that. Stand by to stand by, as they say. So my top five condiments. These aren't top five. There's like 10. But (laughs) I want to preface this by saying at any point when I name these, at any given point, these can all be on the same thing at once. So let me give you an example of that, right? So today I made dinner before I recorded this. I usually make the same combination of thing every night. It's usually the base is raw spinach and white rice, jasmine rice to be precise. And then whatever meat I'm having tonight was boneless chicken thighs cooked in the air fryer. Brady had half a chicken breast with his dog food. But this this is how I layer it, right? So the base layer is the raw spinach, right? Because you want all the juice and everything from everything to drip down to kind of soften the raw spinach a little bit. Cooked spinach is like, you can get a you can get like a mountain of spinach and you cook it. It turns into like a little pile that you can fit in the palm of your hand. It doesn't do anything for me. So raw spinach, a little more filling, fills up the plate. Looks like you're eating a lot more than you actually are. Plus it's like negative calories. So I put that on the base layer. On that, I'm going to put ranch, right? Either ranch or blue cheese because those two are dressings. I even might even throw Thousand Island in there, but I don't really keep Thousand Island on deck because... I would put that into an IV and inject that in my veins if I could. And again, if I stood up and took my shirt off, you'd be like, yeah, there's no shortage of Thousand Island in that kid's diet. (laughs) So base layer, spinach with ranch or blue cheese on it. And then I take the white rice with jasmine rice, put that on top of that. And I spread it out evenly. And that's when I add my spice. So I'm either adding hot sauce 
barbecue sauce. If I have packets of Polynesian from Chick-fil-A or like the squirt bottle of Polynesian, ah, Polynesian wouldn't make it. It's not too spicy. That's more sweet. But the barbecue sauce has to be spicy, like hickory smoked, something along those lines. Can't be like sweet baby rays because that's like sweet, more sweet than spice. This is where the spicy layer is. So this is usually like your Frank's Red Hot, your Texas Pete, your Cholula, Old El Paso, shit like that. Not a big Tabasco sauce fan. Never have been. Fun fact, fun story. When I was in fourth grade, I said my parents fed me tobacco sauce because that's what I thought it was. And the teacher said, excuse me? And I said, yeah, we have tobacco sauce for dinner. And like they gave me like a funny look like... Can you say that again? And they called like another teacher in. Or, like, the teacher aide was already in there. And I was like, yeah, tobacco sauce. Like it's spicy. They legit thought I was saying tobacco. They thought I was saying tobacco like dip or like I was smoking cigarettes or some shit for dinner. So they they pulled me aside and they asked me to spell it. And mind you, I'm on like, I think it was second grade. It was Miss Stein's class. And I spelled the shit out. And I they're like, so you have tobacco for dinner. And like this was turning into like, tell the principal, tell the guidance counselor, we need to call his parents, shit like that. And then I said, no, I was like, it's hot sauce. Like you guys don't have hot sauce. And I drew the bottle and they were like, oh, Tabasco. And I was like, I thought it was tobacco this whole time. So big, big misunderstanding. I don't think my parents got a phone call for that one, but it was like right there. They had the guidance counselor. They had the teacher, the teacher aide. And they were asking if I had tobacco for dinner in second grade. So there's that. And then after the base layer of rice, I digress. The, the rice with the hot sauce, the spice layer. Then I put the chicken or the steak or the protein, whatever I'm having, on top of that. So now it's just one big bowl. And on top of the, the steak and everything, that's when you're going to get the sweet. You're going to get the honey, the honey mustard. That's where you're going to have your barbecue sauce, like your sweet baby rays, if you're into that kind of thing. Polynesian, that's where that's going to fit in. So the list goes honey, blue cheese, Polynesian, honey mustard, barbecue sauce, hot sauce, ranch, mayo. I'm never putting a scoop of mayo onto my dinner plate, by the way. Mayo is number one because I fucking love mayonnaise, but you'll never see me like, oh, well, I put the base layer down. I put the rice layer down with the spice and now here comes a scoop of mayo. Not going to happen. I'm saying I can put mayonnaise on basically anything and it'll taste good. Chicken cutlet with mayonnaise lights out. You give me a BLT, put some extra mayo on there. When in doubt, you can you can just have a tomato, lettuce, mayonnaise sandwich if you don't feel like cooking bacon. Macaroni salad, potato salad, all these salads, mayo-based. Love mayonnaise. People hate mayonnaise. I think mayonnaise tastes fucking sweet. If it's mayo-based, just count me in. If someone's like, oh, this is mayo-based, what's the fucking fancy word they use for, uh, it's just like a fancy word for sauce. I don't know. I can't think of it, but anything mayonnaise I'm in for, but I'm not going to like take a scoop of it and just throw it onto my dinner. That's disgusting. But if there's anything that involves mayo, like if it's a sandwich, mayonnaise is going on it. Anything that like can have mayo. Anything has that that has the potential to taste better with mayonnaise, I'm putting mayonnaise on it every single time. Mix mayonnaise and ketchup, count me in. Dipping fries in that shit, dipping everything in that shit. The way to gain weight, coming from a person who has gained weight once or twice in his life, if you dip mayonnaise in fries, you're just that's fat on top of fat. Like you're just loading it up. Because barbecue sauce Hot sauce has no calories unless you're getting like something that's sweet or some shit. Like barbecue sauce is sugar, so that's fat and sugar. Mayonnaise and ranch are both fat, but not as bad as mayonnaise. Like mayonnaise like looks like it's fat. French fries, it's just potatoes soaked in oil. That's basically all it is. You're taking the water out of the potato and you're replacing it with oil. So that's fat on top of fat. Like that's so you're gonna gain a lot of weight doing shit like that. I've never done that, but you can mix ketchup and mayonnaise together, get a little fancy sauce going. 
So just to reiterate, number one, mayo. Number two, ranch. Number three, hot sauce. Number four, barbecue sauce. Number five, honey mustard. Number six, Polynesian. Number seven, blue cheese. Number eight, honey. And that's going to wrap it up for my top list of condiments. Believe it or not, I was trying to keep this episode under 20 minutes. But hey, man, shit happens. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Unraveling the mysteries with wisdom, we flirt.